0: What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Spuddy McGee, with Buds and Sports. Yes, yes, different platform, different podcast. Same Spuddy McGee giving you your quick picks, though. Doing it on Buds and Sports now, so my Spuddy and Friends podcast will not be tampered with my sports analysts, per se. I mean, I might talk about sports on there, but I'm trying to keep this Buds and Sports purely geared towards with doug and francis and a lot of these quick tip picks quick tips and picks will be on this podcast now so the move has finally happened i've been saying i've been having this in the works with my boys for a while it's finally coming together so we'll see um spuddy's quick picks coming in hot for week 1 of the 2021 NFL season it feels good to start back up again. Um we're going to disregard Thursday night's first game uh since um I wasn't here to do an episode before the game. I mean, I got back in the, um, town the day of um the first game, so it is what it is. Um I would have probably lost anyways cuz I would pick, pick Cowboys, but you know, that's just how it goes sometimes, especially the first game. So, disregarding that game, we will go all the Sunday games and the Monday night game. And you already know the drill. I'm gonna pick a, a winner that who's gonna cover the spread or not, just even who's gonna win the game, over and unders type of ordeals. Um, won't go too much into fantasy analysis because of. The nature of Buds and Sports is already going to be talking about those in other um, episodes. So I'll try to keep it short and brief for everyone's liking. Another disclaimer. These are all my opinions. And these are the opinions that if I choose to do whatever I want with it, whether it's betting or however, that's my choice. I am not liable to or anything of your guys' decision to do any of this shit. So, don't blame me if you copy me. It's plagiarism also, so shit. It's your own damn fault if you get, you know, in a weird gambling binge. So, don't blame me. Please do not blame me. I am not responsible. Disclaimer off. Anywho. Let's get back into this Starting off hot with Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia, baby! Against the Steel Curtain. Personally, I feel like Bills would take this. They're giving um, Bills. They're basically giving Steelers six and a half points against the Bills, but I think the Bills could win by 10 points, no problem. Um, Steelers, as the. Years go on, yeah. They had a pretty good start last season, but they kind of hit the rocky road towards the end. So, um, I don't think they're that good of a team in previous years. So, um, I really think Bills are going to keep their um, momentum from last year onto this year because they have a stacked offense still going. And I feel like they just keep on getting better. You know, the boy digs with Josh Allen. They're going to perform. Bills, um, Bill, I want to say Bills and Steelers have pretty good defense. Not shut down, but pretty good defense. But, um, Bills are going to take over this game. I'm guessing like a, I don't know, 24-14 type of game or 34-24 type of game. That's what I feel. Bills will cover the spread. Um... Let's see. Do they got over and under? Hmm. I'm, I'm judging all my over and unders and spreads through ESPN. And they was, it. they have the little pick center thing going on here. I mean, they did have this, the over and under spread. I don't know if I'm missing it or not, but, um, shit, my bad, everyone. Oh, it's right in front of my face they say the over or under is 48 points in this game. That's actually a really tough one cuz I can see it being a low scoring game, but I can also see it just over 55 points. Um if I'm going by the I feel like it'll be more like a 30 to 20 game. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick over, over over 50 points. Bills cover the spread. Of six and a half, they're the favorites. So my first pick is Bills to start off week one. Up next, we got the New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. Very interesting game here. Jets, fresh slate, new new coach, new quarterback, few new personnel and players in. I think this is a new identity Jets we're going to get here. Um, And I think this will be the perfect team for the Jets to either um, you you basically find out what kind of Jets team you're going to get from here on out against a Panthers team that last year. I think overall they were just mediocre. They weren't bad but they weren't good. They had good flashes. They also had bad games. You know, they're just middle middle of a pack team, what the Carolina Panthers are. Um, I'm going to say they're Defense down the line last year played um pretty damn good. You know, just mid- like I said, middle of the pack stuff last year was from the Carolina Panthers. And Christian McCaffrey dealt, dealt with some injuries too. You know, he was 100%. Quarterback situation was a little iffy as well. Um, that was mainly because um, Panthers don't really have a great line either. So there was just a bunch of um, things going on. Carolina. It's funny because now Sam Darnold's on the team. So he's going to play his first game against his old team in the first week to start. So this should be pretty interesting. Um, With that being said, I'm probably go with the upset of the Jets are going to cover a four-point spread. I, I, I I really like what Zach Wilson is doing in the preseason. I don't know if we're going to get that Zach Wilson to start off the season, but I I think he'll build great chemistry with Corey Davis. Uh, he got Tim and Coleman um, veteran running back as their number one running back. Um, basically we'll see what it does against, against a, a middle of a pack um, Carolina defense and fresh slate for Sam Darnold um, at home with the Carolina Panthers. Um, Head coach is um, former defense coordinator from 49ers. So maybe this defense has a new identity, some type of aggression, just grind style of um, defense. Who knows? We'll see. But I'm kind of liking a little bit of a, um upset in this one with the New York Jets showing people, hey, we're not back, but we're trying to, you know, we're trying to come back, <laughs> trying to come back. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jets covering a four point spread, over under 44. Um, do I think, do I think this might end ended a 24, 20 game? Could it could, but I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go under. It's probably gonna end up like 17, 7. I really feel like that's gonna be the final sto- score. Jets are gonna pull it off. And yeah, that's what I feel about this game. On to the next. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Houston Texans. This is another another interesting game that I feel is going to play. Uh, Houston is going to this season with probably one of the worst defenses. And coming in with losing basically, you know, it's a start to try to change their identity, but also they still have um, Deshaun Watson. And um, I'm not going to get too much into that situation. Because that whole Deshaun Watson situation, you know, legally and even with the football team is really affecting it. So um, they're rolling with Tyrod Taylor as their head quarterback, their main quarterback. Um, It's hard to really say because um, there's really no definite weapon that springs on my mind for the Texans right now. They got some solid players like um, David Johnson in the backfield, Philip Lindsay in the backfield. Um, um, got some young guns at, at wide receiver, but no one's not a real difference maker coming out of the Houston offense right now. And the defense, you know, they've, they lost JJ Watt. They really didn't do much last year with the defense they had. So I'm, I'm seeing bottom and barrel defense when it comes out of Texans, but they are playing against a rookie Trevor Lawrence. Who knows? He might blow it up for the expectations he has for um his career, or maybe he'll he'll play like a more like a rookie and make a lot more mistakes. Who knows? We'll we'll see from this game, but I th- I think um there's enough veteran presence for the Jaguars to succeed. They have a, a really good running back in James Robinson. So I'm I'm already going with Jaguars to win this game. I think they'll cover a three point spread going against them. Uh, also, um the over under is 44 and a half. Um I think I think this is gonna be a game that is gonna be barely under. Barely under. Another undergame, what I feel. So, I picked the Jaguars. Going to be over the Houston Texans. Up next, we got... Potential shootout alert right here. We got Arizona Cardinals versus Tennessee Titans. Shootout. It's looking like a shootout for me. Um, Nothing against both defenses. They're good, but... I don't think they're going to be good enough to prevent a shootout happening here. Um, Hill has Julio Jones. Julio Jones now, so that should be an interesting dynamic going into the season for the Titans, paired up with AJ Brown. Uh, also, still got Derrick Henry, so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting what the t- Titans do from here on out. And how they um, spread the ball for just passing defense. I'm not pass defense. Pass and run. How they're going to balance that. How many people the uh, other defense are going to put in the box against Derrick Henry compared to who is going to cover both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. So that's going to be interesting. I'm smelling shootout, though. Can't sleep on Kyler Murray with his offensive weapons. Got D-Hop. Christian Kirk, who basically goes for the bombs, they just added AJ Green. I think AJ Green's gonna have a nice season. Um, I, I I think big things are happening out in Arizona. This might be the year that they make the playoffs. Who knows? But um, the spread right now, they're giving it to the, uh, the Tennessee Titans. They're giving him uh, they're, they're actually giving. The Cardinals, three points. Um, How I view this, I guess I'm going to go with the upset. I think Cardinals are going to pull out a victory. It's going to be close. It could, it's going to be won by a field goal, I, like the spread says, but I think our Cardinals are going to pull away with it. Um, the over and under is going to be 53. I think it's going over. I think both teams score at least 30 points. I just I'm thinking 34 like a 30 34 31 game for some reason it's 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 the first week a lot of crazy things happen the first week defenses are barely kind of getting their um their legs in I would say you know they really don't have they only based the tape off of preseason and last year it could be a completely new team so who knows what's gonna happen I mean. As the season goes on, I think defenses will play better, but the first season to wildness always happens, but I pick Cardinals are going to pull away with this victory and they're they're going to cover the spread as well. On to the next, we got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Washington football team. Um I think this is going to be more of a um, game that relies more on Chargers' offense and Washington's defense, more than anything. Because I feel like Chargers' defense has, are is pretty good, and now that Derwin James is healthy, I think he's gonna um, be a real um, X factor on that defense now. So. Um, I really feel like the game is really going to be decided by the Chargers offense and the Washington uh, football team's defense to stop them because I I feel like Washington's pass rush is excellent because they got Chase Young, but it's kind of like what's going to happen if Herbert has enough time. I think he'll be able to throw as he pleases. I think he'll dominate this game against the Washington football team um Washington's pretty nice um on I mean they're fairly average I feel on um offense there's a few playmakers on that team but um I just don't I don't see them performing very high early in the season um yeah they got Fitzmagic but um I think they're he's not going to start as hot as he has like the last two seasons so um, Chargers are going to win this one. I think pretty decisively, even though they are giving Washington a one point spread lead. I think it's going to be a lot. Uh, the gap's going to be a lot bigger for Chargers to win. I, I, or I really thought Chargers were also going to be the favorites, but I, I guess not. Uh, I'm picking Chargers here. Um, I think, I think the Chargers will win by two touchdowns, something like that. Um, they, are saying a 44 points, 44 and a half spread. Um, I'm going to say under, cause I think the final score is going to be like 28, 10. That's, that's what I think. I think it's going to be 28, 10 and chargers are going to win decisively. Don't sleep chargers defense. They got, they got, they got a pass rush. They have some pretty nice, um, secondary. I think they could, they, they could, they could stop Washington, no problem. That's why I said more and more of the deciding factor is how effective Chargers' offense is going to be. And last year, Herbert blew it up last year as a rookie, and I think he continues that crusade again. I don't think no sophomore slump here for him. He's got Keenan Allen. Despite Eckler possibly going to be out this game, I think they their running back situation will be all right. So Chargers, Chargers win, even with the extra point. Um over under is gonna not gonna be covered because I feel like it's gonna be like a 20-10 game. So we'll see. But Chargers win this one. Ooh, another potential shootout alert. Um our last episode for our DraftKings lineup, we really highlighted um the Arizona and Titans one, but also the Philadelphia and Atlanta Falcon mal- matchup because um, we're dealing with teams that don't really have the, don't have great defenses. Uh, Atlanta, Lana is kind of like, I think probably going to have one of the worst pass defenses this year. So, uh, and same thing in the Falcons, not the Falcons. I just mentioned them, but the Eagles, I think it's going to be an offensive heavy game. Basically, which uh, which quarterback is going to do the first mistake first. I feel like, you know, first mistake first mm. I've been rusty too ladies and gentlemen so just let me know if you want me to get out of here or not leave them leave comments and shit like that anywho but Philadelphia Eagles versus Atlanta Falcons Holy Jones is gone from the Falcons but Calvin Ridley is gonna step up. I feel, I mean, last year he already did step up because, um, there's, I think there's games where even though Julio was playing, Calvin really took over. So, um, I think he continues that, um, Kyle Pitts going to be a new threat for the Falcons to play with. So expect him to get immediately thrown into the offense and their supporting receiver situation, um, for Falcons. It's not the best, but I know they've already been in that system for a while, so they will perform. In case you're curious about them, um, Gage and Zacharias? I remember talking about them last year, and I think it was Zacharias. Zacharias, Zacharias, But yeah. Um, thing is, will they outduel Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles? last year there's just a bunch of questions to the Eagles offense quarterback scenarios wide receivers basically either being injured or just gone pulling from the practice squad and things like that um still to be their main issue um but always rely on their tight ends in in Philadelphia so i think Jalen Hurts going to have a big games with um Godder. And Ertz is going to be probably in in this game a lot because of the nature of this this game. I feel like it's going to be a shootout. Uh, they got the Heisman winner, Devontae Smith, Bama alumni. I think he's going to have a big um, debut. Yeah, there's going to be some, um, some debut jitters, but I think he'll get over it pretty damn quick. And so um other than that the receiving core is kinda light. I mean Greg Ward came in from the whole debacle from last year when it came to the Eagles offense, so expect him to get some touches. And Jalen Rager, same thing. I think um he'll he'll get some 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 pretty decent chunks too but um just keep an eye on every um those guys if you play fantasy and things like that keep an eye on this game and the potential that they have and see what type of chemistry they have with their quarterbacks because um they I know some of them can be some value in there so yeah go check them out but who do I think is going to win this this game Pro- possibly against some mediocre to subpar teams of the season um yeah, uh, yikes. Uh, I, I'm kind of, like, up in the air stuff, who's going to win or not. Um, I think Atlanta just wins purely off of home field advantage. Um, it's going to be close. Might even get one by, like, one or two points. I'm thinking both teams are going to be scoring 30s. Um I'm going to give it to Atlanta. They're they're, getting, they're taking away. They're giving the Eagles three and a half points. But I think Atlanta will win like a 30-34 game. The over and under is 48 and a half. They're going to go over that, I feel. No problem. So I'm going to go Atlanta, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Atlanta. They're covering the spread. And, yeah, let's go with that. But keep an eye out for, for this one. Should be a nice shootout. Up next, we got the Minnesota Vikings versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Excuse me, I mean Bengals. Um, this should be an interesting game. It's not on my highest list that I want to watch. All I would want to watch from this game is Delvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Um, the question about this, though, is how comfortable will Joe Burrow be if he is playing? I mean, I th- I'm i pretty sure he's playing, but um, he's coming back from his um, season-ending injury from last year with his um, knee, and he didn't really have a great camp in the preseason this year. Still looks kind of shaky. So that's something just to keep an eye out from for this whole season. That's the storyline of the Bengals right now is Joe Burrow and how he is going to um respond back from such a devastating injury. Uh with the Vikings, um other than the two guys I mentioned, Justin Jefferson and um Delvin Cook, um yeah they got Kirk Cousins and Thielen. But other than that, it's just kinda like, you know, what's going on with the Vikings from here on out. So um Vikings just like a middle of a pack team to me. Bengals is going to be either middle of the pack or lower tier team this season um, because Bengals still haven't really done anything to address their line situation. And I think that's going to be detrimental for Joe Burrow to succeed um, in the NFL. If Bengals don't try to fix their line situation, This they could have had a chance to draft a lineman this year, but they still ended up just getting another wide right receiver. Which is cool, but why would you want Burrow to keep on getting hit? So, it doesn't make sense. Bengals defense, it's going to be more meh towards the um, bottom of the pack this year. So, this is a tough one to um, pick a winner. Because it kind of could go either way. Because it's the start of the season. And both teams didn't really, they kind of fizzled out. Um, Minnesota, they're giving it. Two Bengals three, but I think Millso should cover the three point spread. Um over at under is gonna be forty seven. I think it's gonna be under. I think it's gonna be under. Um just not exciting game to me. And for everyone, I feel like and they're not as excited for this game as well. Other than a few few players here and there, but Minnesota should cover it. They'll be under though. Um that's my pick up next. We got the 49ers and the Detroit Lions. Um, I think this will be a blowout game. Detroit don't really have too much going on with them. Um, bad defense. They trade away Matt Stafford for Jared Goff. Um, other than the potential the Lions have in their rookie. Um, All linemen that they picked this year. Their line's not really good either. Um, A lot of reliance will probably go on TJ Hawkinson and uh, DeAndre Swift. So I'm not seeing a lot from the Detroit team. Niners should have a healthy defense compared to last year. So I expect the defense to have a lot of sacks, turnovers, just not allowing a lot of things to happen which means the offense for the 49ers should have a big game. Um, but the story really goes is who's going to be the starter for the whole season for Niners. Is it going to be Jimmy G or is it going to be Trey Lance? Who knows? All I know is they still got Raheem Moster on the team. So it's, it. it do, I feel like it doesn't matter who who's going to be throwing it to, but I think eventually it will be Trey Lance down the line, but it's a matter of when, but when you got Raheem Moster, um, Debo Samuels and Brandon Ayuk, I think wh- whoever they put as quarterback should succeed very well. So I think Niners are gonna win in a blowout fashion. Um they are giving forty 49- nine they are giving Detroit seven and a half points. Sorry, Niners will cover that. They should. Now the real question is the over and under I'm saying forty six points. I think I think 49ers and Detroit should go over this mainly because for San Fran is going to go over this by themselves. I feel like Detroit scores a touchdown at least though, so at least a touchdown. We'll see. I don't know, but Niners win. They're covering the spread onto the next game. Um, very nice matchup here. Seattle Seahawks versus the Indiana Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Um, never count out Russell Wilson, even if he doesn't get the line that he wants or, um, the right people, right weapons or whatever he wants going on in the Seattle situation. Kind of confusing. Seemed like he was a disgruntled worker, possibly asking for a trade. Then he's saying no, but who knows what's happening out there. All I know is he's going to play no matter what. Whether he... He doesn't seem like the type of guy that will hold out ever. But he will still let his feelings be be heard. But he should still have a good game. Russell Russell Wilson always has a good game to put on. So, no matter if he has somebody on his team or nobody, he still has D.D.K. Metcalf. He has Chris Carl- Carson. You know, he's cool. So... We'll see what happens with, with Seattle. And he asked the Apple's Colts, on the other hand, um great defense. I think they're gonna come back with a bang again. Um, but the big question for the Colts is how is their offense gonna perform? Is Carson Wentz with a new team gonna be the Carson Wentz towards the end of the his Eagle career? Are we gonna get the Carson Wentz that he came onto the scene with? Who knows what we're gonna get. Um didn't start particularly well into this off season slash preseason because he did have a bit of an injury um with his ankle. I I think it was his ankle. But um I think he's good to play. So uh we'll see what happens. He is gonna do without T. Y. Hilton though. He is out on the small IR he'll be out for at least five games so um he's going to be doing it with um a situation that he's used to out in Philadelphia um young receivers and experienced receivers so we'll see what he does with that but he does have Jonathan Taylor um Hines and just a, just a loaded backfield out in Indy right now so and they're they're more of a run, run first type of team anyways so, um, despite him not having the offensive weapons as receivers, he still has a nice little um, running back situation that p- the players could catch there too from the backfield. So, you know, expect the running backs so to all get their touches. So, we'll see what happens. But I think Seattle's going to pull away with it, even though Indianapolis is at home. They are saying Seattle gets this um, three point spread. I think Seattle will cover it. Um, it's three points. Yeah, I Seattle will cover it. Um, the over and under is going to be 49. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. It's going to be a um, real physical game, I feel. But I think the end score will be 24-20 Seattle. So we'll see. We'll see by Sunday. Up next, we got the Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots. Patriots. Um, <laughs> I had a little storyline I told to the boys um, on the DraftKings episode about Mac Jones. And I really think it's going to play out. I hope it plays out. If, if if you're wondering what that is, go catch the episode. Um, the DraftKings episode for week one. Um, Go check that one out and go a little bit more in depth what I feel like what's going to happen to Mac Jones. And it's going to show why I picked the Dolphins over New England Patriots. But just know that because I feel like Mac Jones is not going to have the most graceful um, debuts in the NFL like his other counterparts are. Um, I think Dolphins defense are going to have a day with New England and I feel like Tua is going to have a good game against this New England Patriots. Um, They're um, they're a little banged up already. Um, They're going in without their best corner, so Tua should have a good game against the Patriots, and um, they're giving three and a half points to New England. Dolphins are going to cover the spread and also take the W. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. The over-and-under is twenty forty three and a half points. They will still be under that. I think it's going to be a 17-7 game. That's how I feel like the final score is going to be. Dolphins will take over. Uh, Dolphins still have a pretty damn good defense, that I feel. Um, uh, they should continue that this year. Um, the offense gets a little interesting. The receiving core, um, Will Filler, Fuller, um, they still got Parker in the mix. Um, even uh, their tight end Gle- Galitsky, Galitsky, yep. Uh, running back situation, um, they they got presence there, but nothing really um, really stands out in the uh, running back situation from there. So we'll see what happens on who they put in their um, their main role. For um the the season to come, but Dolphins should win. They should um win with the spread going their way as well, but it should be a under game of forty three and a half points when it comes to the Dolphins, and um just stay tuned to that storyline that I to- I told on the other episode with New England Patriots, and I really wanted it to come true because I really think Mac Jones is going to have a Phoenix type of story. Just kind of take a hint on what I mean. So yeah, Dolphins win this one. Uh possible shootout alert. We got Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs coming out their loss from the Super Bowl against the Bucks. Patrick Mahomes the best guy out right now at the QB position. They got other potential people breathing out his nest, but right now he's coming into the season as the best quarterback. And he will try to continue this dominance in this game in shootout form. I feel KC's um, defense is more of a boomer bust type of team. They're ball hawks, but at the same time, they will allow big plays to happen. That's where Cleveland's gonna have their chance to, you know, air it out against them. Baker Mayfield having probably a standout season last year with a lot of doubts. A lot of people think, didn't think, including me myself. Didn't think he could pull out a, se- a season he had last year, but he did. And the thing is, people are asking him to do it again just to make sure it's not a fluke. So he's got that pressure again. But it seems like that type of pressure goes into his favor. As he's, he, I guess he has that underdog type of feel. So we'll see what happens again. O- OBJ should be back after his injury from last year, but he should be back. Laundry is back too. So you got that tandem going on there. Um, you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Great backfield. Um, Austin Hopper should also be a um, nice compliment to this offense for the Cleveland Browns to make this shootout interesting. Um, Case, you already know Casey's offense, Kelsey, hill they did lose sammy Watkins, but they got hardman um they got people to fill in for him so um um hilaire is coming off a very um up and down rookie season uh, a lot of hype because of the his um lsu win but um i guess he came down to at, on his rookie year which is all right you know um i think he went to the best team though for himself so, um, I think this year is not going to be a sophomore slump because if it is a sophomore slump for him, that's not good, but I feel like his sophomore will be a resurgence of how he played out in LSU. He was also Nick with injuries last year as well. So I think he'll have a nice coming out season on his debut, um, debut for this one, not his NFL debut, but this season debut, I think he'll, he'll have a nice game. Um, yeah, KC should win this one though. Um, there's still the team to beat out in the AFC. Until then, you know, prove me wrong. It's a five and a half spread. I feel like KC will cover that. But the over and under is gonna be fifty-four and a half points. And I feel like it's gonna be over that. So count count your blessings. That's a high scoring game, ladies and gentlemen, because I think it is. Should be interesting at the end. Of the game because I feel like it's going down to the last quarter. Much like the um, Cowboys Tampa Bay game. Very entertaining game. That you didn't know until the final seconds. But yes. KC has this one. With four games less left on my little thing right here. Little tracker. My list. Whatever you want to call it. We got the Green Bay Packers versus New Orleans Saints. Aaron Rodgers is still back with the Packers. Everyone thought he was going to leave in the offseason, but they didn't let him go. So Aaron Rodgers is still with the Green Bay Packers. He let his his feelings out in the offseason, the preseason. So they know what he's going to do. Once his contract is done, who knows if he plays or not, but this season, I still like he'll, he'll feel like, ugh, I still feel like he'll have a great season like he did last year. He still has Devontae Adams. He still has Aaron Jones. Robert Tanyan was a nice addition to the offense, and I feel like he will get included in the offense more as the season goes on this season. New Orleans Saints lose Drew Brees. Jameis Winston wins the job. Jameis Winston is going to have a comeback season. Will he win comeback player of the year? Probably not. It's probably going to go to Dad Prescott, to be honest. But James Winston will have a, uh, a comeback season after uh, riding the bench last year with the Saints. I think he will perform. He will sling the ball like he usually does. Will he make mistakes? Probably. But I think he, I think now he will cut down on his mistakes. He will still have um, games where he throws a lot of turnovers. But I think everyone has those type of games. But um, I think James Winston is in the right fit in the Saints. Um, despite them not having Michael Thomas again on the um, season opener. I feel like he'll be alright. Um gonna have to develop chemistry with the, the receiving core there. Um Alvin is still there, so that's a that's a big deal threat, but um I think the lack of other weapons is gonna be the problem for the Saints, and that's why the Packers are gonna win. Um Saints do have a good defense, nice pass rush. Um they um They have a good secondary, really good secondary. But um, we'll see what Packers can do because Aaron Jones could be a run, um, a rusher and a a catcher. So it's really uh, see what Aaron Jones can do to the Saints defense is going to be a big factor in this game. But I think the Packers are going to win. The spread is three and a half points to the Saints. Packers will cover it. The overall under is going to be four and nine and a half. They should both cover it with their points, but the edge will be the Packers in this game. Up next, we got the Broncos versus the Giants. Um, really interesting game right here. Broncos didn't really have a very star-studying offense last year compared to um, other teams there. Just... A lot of injuries as well. They had this plus I forgot COVID year last year. You I know, mean, a lot of weird things happen. Um, they had a sc- scenario last year where the receiver was quarterback for a game, which was crazy. They had um, receiver situations too, where they're running thin on receiver, but I don't think that's going to be the case this year. They got, they traded for Teddy two gloves. Jay Bridgewater is a Bronco and their starter very consistent quarterback and i feel like he he is the quarterback that the broncos need right now very consi- um consistent effective quarterback that can work with this type of um receiving core cuz this receiving core is interesting i we don't know too much about them that we know that they're good or bad but i feel like teddy bridgewater is the right guy to f- we'll find that out they do have jerry judy Um, I think he was plagued by the situation that happened in the Broncos last year. So, um, he had up and down games last year. He wasn't consistent last year, but I don't think that was his fault. Um, that was just uh, how everything played out. But I think this year they should be playing a lot better than last year. Definitely. And they will show that against the New York Giants. This whole postseason, you hear weird things coming out of Giants camp, um, fights, yada yada yada. They, we're gonna find out if they are a complete team, or they are they are gonna blow up in front of our eyes, implode in front of our eyes. The only saving grace in that team, I feel, is gonna be Saquon. But that is not enough to, for him to carry um, the New York Giants. I feel. Uh, they're they're giving Giants three points. Denver will cover that. Uh, this is going to be another 17, 10 game. I feel, um, over and under is 41 points. So that means I'm going under cause I feel like it's a 10, 17 game. So Broncos are going to win this. Let's move on to the next two games left. We got the Sunday night game next against the Chicago bears and the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I think they're going with yeah, they're going with Annie Dalton. And since they're going with Annie Dalton, Rams are gonna win this game, I feel. I think Chicago should go with the youth, but at the same time, I might get why that um Broncos are not I mean not the Broncos, the Bears aren't going with Justin Fields because uh Annie Dalton's gonna go against a nasty Rams D line. Um, who knows what's going to happen to Andy Dalton after maybe midway through the half, they give it to Justin Field Cause it might go that way, but Justin Field is going to be the quarterback of the future for the bears this season. At some point it's going to happen, but, um, not against the Rams or maybe in the second half of the Rams game. Um, but other than that, bears offense doesn't look too threatening to me. Um, even even if Justin Fields is playing, but um, Justin Field has a, had a pretty nice preseason. Showed some flashes and things like that of what he could bring to the table. But um, just when you play against starters, I feel like you know it's gonna be a big learning curve for him. And with the team that he got, um, we'll we'll just keep an eye on how the Bears do and when they switch to Justin Fields and how he does from there. But I'm not seeing anything thrilling from the Bears. It might this one might be a one-sided affair for the Rams defensively and offensively cuz Matthew Stafford is on the Rams. Um I feel like he's got he finally got in a situation where um he's got the right pieces around him on the line as well as um receivers and um Going into the season, had the right running backs, but now due to some injuries, it's kind of shaky. But he has Cooper Cup, he has Robert Woods, he'll be fine. Um, definitely no Megatron, but at the same time, he's not getting this. He's probably not going to get the same type of protection as he did in Detroit, which is a good thing for him because it's going to be a lot better. It's going to be a lot where he has he'll be sitting in the pocket. So Matthew Stafford should have a nice debut with the Rams. Um, saying seven and a half points. I think Rams will cover it. Um, and the 46 and a half over and under, uh, I'm going to say over. I don't know what the final score of this one's going to be, but I'm going to definitely go over on this one. And finally, we've got the last game of week one Monday night to start things off. We got Baltimore Ravens versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm started off season with fans at the home stadium in Las Vegas. This should be very interesting. Will the Ra- will the Ravens burst the bubble of the Las Vegas Raiders at home? I think yes. Lamar Jackson. Sammy Watkins is now on this team. You can even say Marquise Brown with the with the big play a threat. They have uh, they have Mark Andrews. Um, despite the running back situation in Ravenstown, I think they'll be all right. They signed Le'Veon Bell. He went to the practice squad. He might get promoted, though, due to the injuries. But the rookie running back, Ty- Tyson Williams, I think he'll do big things. Perfect opportunity for him to um, have a crash course into debuting in the NFL. I think good things will happen there despite injuries. Um I think it's going to be a nice debut for the Ravens uh, um Ravens honestly against the Raiders. Um Raiders it's funny cuz last year I liked the Raiders line so much, but then the off season it's like they got rid of a lot of pieces and you're just like why? And because of that, that's why I do not have confidence in the Raiders to perform this game. I might get proven wrong and everyone wrong because of this, because that's what a lot of people are thinking. Like, how can you trade this? How can you let go of that? You know, who knows? Because Josh Jacobs was eating with that offensive line. And, um, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr, I – there's nothing wrong with Derek Carr. A lot of people like to talk shit on Derek Carr. I, d- I don't think there's nothing wrong with him. I think he just gets the end in the stick all the time. And, you know, and that's going to happen this season. I feel, I feel like a lot of the blame that if the Raiders do not perform, will be a fall on him. And, you know, you take away a lot of his pieces, you know, that's what happens. But, um, Josh, Josh Jacobs should be getting his, his, his touches. Um, the receiving core and Raiders are going to be um, something to kind of keep an keep an eye out for. They got Ruggs. Um, they got a few other um, receivers out there, but um, hopefully they perform for Carr's sake. I mean, they still got Darren Waller. Darren Waller should definitely have a big game um, Monday night, but, I mean, it's really falling on the receiving core to perform to help out Derek Carr because I feel like if it's the line that I think it's going to happen – this line is not going to be very, very good for the Raiders. And their car is going to be scrambling. So they're going to have to help bail out him. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think Ravens will win. They're giving Raiders four points. Ravens will cover it. The over and under is going to be 50 points. I think Ravens will cover it. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. But Raiders will lose. And with that note, that does it for Spuddy's Quick Picks. Um, probably next week going to be a lot shorter. God, I, did, I had to do my little introduction into the new platform, the new podcast. I mean, you're still going to hear me on Spuddy and Friends. But my Quick Picks are going to be here on Buds and Sports. So, yeah. Um, uh, when this episode drops, hit me up. You know, Spuddy McGee, Twitter, Instagram, let's talk football, agree with my picks, disagree with my picks, talking shit, whatever, you know where find us. Go ahead, follow, subscribe, do whatever you need to do to keep intact of the Buds and Sports podcast with me, my dear friends, Doug Lightning Leche, Francis Salazar, he got no nickname though, so it is what it is. But go ahead and follow them and follow our channel because we're gonna be putting out a lot of content, a lot of I want to say a lot of useful information, some nice tips, opinions, and things like that. All good fun stuff. A lot of jokes, a lot of shit talking, you know, the good nature of sports of that. So tune in to Buds and Sports, tune in to Buds and Sports, and keep it locked. I'm going to give you the weekly Spuddy Quick Picks. It's going to be another fun season of the NFL. Um, Yeah. On that note, I'm out. Thank you, guys. Later.